To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Russians are still fleeing the country since Vladimir Putin's military call-up. Not only are the flights out of the country selling out, but there are now queues at the border crossings. Now, with us now is the director for the Centre for Defence and Security Studies at Massey University, Ruben Azizian. Hi, Ruben. Hi. The Kremlin reckons this is all exaggerated and is not as bad as it looks. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't trust what the Kremlin says because uh, the Kremlin hasn't been uh, truthful for, for many months now, so... Uh, the reality is that thousands of people are trying to flee the country, and uh, there is evidence of that, or tickets on uh, most flights out of uh, Russia to countries that don't require visas for Russians have been sold out for days, if not weeks. Do you think that this is uh, just in pockets of effect- affected families, or is this more widespread? Is there going to be a lot of discontent with this call from Putin? Uh, well, I, I, I'm not sure about the discontent part, but let me answer the first part. The first part is people who are fleeing, men mostly, uh, are those who are uh, likely to be directly affected. And uh, those who fall under this partial mobilization, people who have served before um, in, in the armed forces. But uh, I, I guess uh, there will be more people um, flying out because... They don't trust their government. They don't think this is partial. They think this is a camouflage for a, a, a really a general mobilization. And frankly, when this partial was announced, there were stage two and three uh, announced at the same time as uh, you know a sequencing, uh, which uh, even at third stage requires uh, uh, women under 45 who have served in the armed forces also to be mobilized. So this is showing distrust uh, of the government now. Whether it's a wider discontent, I, I, I'm not sure there, because people who protested openly against this decision, they were still a minority. Yes, there's fear. Um, people are scared to go and um, speak uh, up. But uh, it could be also that there is still a large number of Russians in the public who feel like uh, it doesn't really you know, um, uh, affect me. So um, I, I'll, I'll wait and see. Should we kick out the ambassador? <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, I, I'm following this debate, and uh, uh, kicking out the ambassador is uh, something uh, that ha- doesn't happen very often. Uh, New Zealand kicked out Soviet ambassador Sofinsky in '79 uh, 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 due to some internal uh, issues and uh, funding of uh, left-wing parties. But uh, it's very uh, unusual, unprecedented, and the question needs to be asked. What is the objective of doing that? Because the New Zealand ambassador from Moscow will be expelled instantly if that happens. Mm. So the question is, uh, and this is where I see there is some miscoordination between the prime minister and the foreign minister, because Mm -hmm. uh, Nanaya Mahuta said uh, it's under active consideration. Uh, Prime minister says it, it is still... Uh, on the table. I mean, there is a difference between active consideration and on the table, as far as I'm concerned. So um, that's something that actually needs to be uh, clarified. But um, yeah. sending the ambassador away is a powerful message, uh, but it doesn't change um, matters on, on the ground. Um, it, it, it's uh, when you can't do anything more, um, then you do that. But uh, uh, if you don't believe in diplomacy anymore, um, then you kick out an ambassador. If you think that the war will sooner or later end and we need some channels of negotiation, 
you are careful about expelling ambassadors. And then you look at what our allies and partners are doing. That's another important consideration and see if they are doing that or not. Yeah, I mean, we are not the, the number one country uh, for the Ukraine crisis. We have countries like U.S. and U.K. who are involved much more. What are Ruben, they, are they we, expelling? We had better leave it there, mate. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Ruben Azizian, Director for the Centre of Defence and Security Studies at Massey University. I'm glad he brought that up because it, it, there does seem to be a difference in what is being said by Nanaya Mahuta and Jacinda Ardern, just on the edges of it. So Nanaya Mahuta said yesterday, eh, we're kind of thinking about kicking out the ambassador, mm, kind of thinking about it. And then today, Prime Minister came out and said, nah, not really going to do that now. Of all the things we could do, it's the least meaningful. I feel like the pretend Foreign Minister, Nanaya, should probably get on the same page as the real Foreign Minister Jacinda and say the same thing. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.